0: What are you doing?
1: I'm getting some, uh, <laughs> uh, don't worry, I'm getting some um uh meluca oil here.
0: Nice. I would have preferred you did that before we started. I'm sorry, like I didn't
1: even think about that until now. Oh
0: my goodness. Well, when you were in the shower, I did something that isn't going to please you or me.
1: Uh-oh. What did you do? Did you spill something?
0: No, 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 no. Nothing like that.
1: Did you dirty my carpet?
0: No, no, no. That was last night. Oh. During
1: what the he dirtied my carpet, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Babes, uh, so okay,
0: no, no. I am a fan of Joshua Weissman, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. But he posts this video today called How to Cook Gator. And what he did instead of, because I guess you can't just go and buy this stuff at the store, yeah. which I like. Yeah, and you can't do that. No, there should be a couple of rules about what you can and can't have at the store.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: And he
0: went out and captured an alligator with some people. Are you serious? Yeah. Ooh. I won't be eating that for lunch. No, beforehand, they're showing him a live alligator. These are all people who are, like, trained in the art of doing it.
1: Okay, so it's not like they're just people on the streets or anything.
0: I don't think so. Okay. They went down to Florida, and there's another YouTuber who my friend turned me on to that does videos on sous vide, and he was a guest in this video. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Joshua's going to be off for a couple weeks because he's doing a wedding So he wanted to make a really powerful video to scare people (laughs) (laughs) and make sure that they don't forget how much you scare them.
1: Well, I will tell you this. um, That is something that we will not be eating. No. Because I know that there are people at fairs that have weird things like alligator on a stick and I've never had it before. And uh, I've never had the guts to try it.
0: I might eat scrambled eggs before I would eat alligator.
1: Oh, okay. There's still hope for you.
0: Well, you know, that's not saying much.
1: Uh, They're good, bubs. They really are. You just haven't oh, had Oh, okay. It. Bubs. <laughs> oh, okay. We're not talking. We, we, we don't talk about eggs or gators. Okay. Okay, good. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I'll eat my yolk, bubs. Bubs. I love you, babes.
1: Mm hmm. I seem to be the butt of your jokes. Now. Oh, no, you're not. I've been the butt of your jokes since we started dating, bub. There's a lot
0: of people who are not just you, babes.
1: Yeah, but I'm, I've am i been the butt of most of your jokes lately.
0: That's not true.
1: Yeah, really?
0: I don't think so. No more than usual. Uh,
1: I don't know. You you were pretty jokey last night, but
0: What did I say that was so bad? Let's hear it. <laughs> uh, Without giving away names of other people.
1: Okay, Um, my conversation I had with this one person that we will talk about uh, later. Um, You were joking about that, how long it was. I'm like, it wasn't that long. It might have been close to a half an hour. I don't even know because I didn't time it.
0: In the middle of a movie.
1: In the middle of a movie that we were watching. Yes. uh, I should have asked you to go out there with me, but we'll talk about it later. Um, Yeah, there's other stuff I can't think of at the moment.
0: Oh my goodness! See, you cite one example. <laughs> uh,
1: you always joke about what I say because you think it's um it's funny when I stumble over my words, well, even though I okay. We've established. this.
0: I am of the belief, and please don't sue me for slander that you are probably dyslexic, and I. Well, I, think I think it's interesting how what a visceral reaction I get to that.
1: Because you like to assume stuff. But I said it's my belief. And your belief has no proof. And (laughs) I've never been diagnosed with being dyslexic. I would have known that already. A
0: lot of people don't get diagnosed until they're older. And I have always said, listen, prove me wrong. Take a test. If you take a couple tests of dyslexia, dyslexia tests, I'm dyslexic myself, and you pass them then I'll say that I'm clearly wrong.
1: Yeah, but just because I may stumble on my words or maybe I'm not clear, that doesn't make somebody dyslexic.
0: It doesn't, but I do it a lot. Yeah, but consistency is a sign.
1: Yeah, but you do it a lot. I do that on occasion. I don't do that every single time I talk to you.
0: No, but you do it fairly often, as do I.
1: (sighs) No, but you do it all the time. Not to mention getting song lyrics wrong and people's names well,
0: wrong. Well, song lyrics is not a sign of dyslexia.
1: No, it's not. It's just annoying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and getting people's names wrong and saying them backwards, that's a sign.
0: Do I get upset when you make fun of me for that? I do Or don't, do I actually, do I join in on it?
1: Actually, um you kind of laugh it off. See? You don't you don't get upset because
0: I know, you know it's true. I know it's true. I know you're right when you say I'm really bad at remembering names. It's just true.
1: But when I say that I just stumble over my words on occasion, that doesn't mean that I'm dyslexic just because I do that. You know, there's other people that are dyslexic because um, maybe they have a hard time finishing tasks or it,
0: yeah, it take, maybe... A... it takes many different forms... But you also have to look at things like consistency. So if you only stumbled over your words once in a while, it probably wouldn't be dyslexia. But you do it a fair amount.
1: It is once in a while, but. Okay. All right, babes. You're just thinking it's a fair amount because you do it a fair amount.
0: I love you, babes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're kind of snippy this morning. Mm. Where did this come from?
1: Hey. Well, bubs. What? You know, you shouldn't assume things. Assume what? You shouldn't assume that I have some kind of a, a a brain thing like dyslexia,
0: but it's not it's not that big babes Theo from uh the Cosby show had it
1: oh in real life
0: well, his character did
1: yeah, but that's Theo. He's not even real.
0: I Malcolm, know but
1: Malcolm Jamal Warner is a real person but not Theo
0: but I'm saying babes.
1: I didn't know that Theo had that
0: yeah they talked about it in the show. Oh, they did. When I don't remember he, that episode. They, I think it was more than one episode, but my point is, if they can in the nineteen eighties slash early nineties have a mainstream character with this thing and it not be the end of the world, then you know it's we've moved past this actually as being like a thing thing. It's still a thing, but isn't like a huge thing. And I often feel too, babes, and you've heard me go on this rant before. I feel that blindness hides a lot of other issues with people, whether it's dyslexia or autism. I think because blindness is such a visual thing that it makes things that are a little bit less pronounced harder to diagnose.
1: Because I've been to school with a bunch of kids who had emotional problems, mental disorders, and it's really sad because some of them had... Maybe anxiety, maybe depression, maybe depression, and they have to take pills for that, which is really um, disturbing to hear. Um, But I've been to school with a lot of uh, with with a few blind people that I believe were autistic. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: but you don't have to take any pills for dyslexia. You just have to change the way you approach things a little bit, you know, and. If I'm wrong, then it's like I'm wrong. What you didn't really get to you because if I'm incorrect and I'm just I'm just saying something that's not true, um, and I'm not stating it as, as a fact. Maybe I'm when I'm joking, but when I'm being serious, I'm saying it is. This is a belief I have about you. It's not the end of the world. I have it too, and life can go on. Okay. Okay. How do you feel? Do you feel better?
2: I guess.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I feel better about it because you're still going to make fun of me for it. I am. <laughs> I'll make fun of it. Well, I, I don't even make fun of you, really. Oh, that's good.
0: See, you're setting an example for me to learn from.
1: <laughs> really? But yeah. you haven't learned from it. Well, I'm a slow learner. What do you expect?
0: I have dyslexia. <laughs>
1: um, you can learn from it as much as I can. Oh, Bubs.
0: Babes. Bubs. Hey, babes. Well, I hope you're not too yeah. mad, babes.
1: No, I'll get over it. Oh. I don't get, I don't stay mad at you for too long. <laughs> and
0: I don't know why you're mad at me now, because, you know, I really haven't made fun of you that much this weekend.
1: You always find opportunities to do that, Bub. But
0: I do that with everybody.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm taking names and numbers.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't need to do their numbers. Okay. <laughs>
1: But, uh, what should we talk about? Well, give
0: me a kiss before we move on, Ooh, just so everybody what? knows that we're good.
1: Okay, well, can I just hug you?
0: If, yes, you can just hug me if there's a kiss at the end. What? Yeah, so let's do that. Just hug me, and then have a kiss.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Then it would just be a hug and a kiss. Yeah. It's <laughs> like sunscreen. Thank you. <laughs> because I put some on mm-hmm. before we started doing this. I've been reading that sunscreen actually takes, like, something like 20 minutes before it activates.
1: Wow, that's interesting.
0: And today's supposed to be super hot.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm glad you did that.
0: I'm too, babes.
1: Did you, um, do you put any sunscreen? Oh, wait, you're going to wear a hat, so. I am.
0: Okay. Yes. So you
1: don't you don't worry about your head, but you worry about other stuff. No, like I put some know. on my head,
0: too. Oh, you do? Just to be on the safe side.
1: I used to put, like, a, spraying, a spray sunscreen on my face. Mm-hmm. And I don't do that very, I don't do that much just because, um, I get, um, I get moisturizers. I get moisturizers that have sunscreen in them.
0: Yeah. And also you're a darker complexion, so you don't have to worry about it as much.
1: Yeah. I still put it on though. Nice. I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, get in a situation where I could have melanoma. Yeah.
0: yeah. Or were you just like sunburned out or, you know, something like that.
1: Yeah. Just don't, uh, don't fall asleep. In the sun, because you can be get sunburned by the time you wake
0: up. Or you can get eaten by an alligator in Florida. <laughs> sure. And a lot of will be like, Bob, it's no big deal. Just one person got eaten by an alligator.
1: I never said, <laughs> see, you're making fun of me
2: now, Bob. Oh, i sorry, babes. Uh-huh, yeah, I, okay.
0: I thought we moved past that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> well, but you see what I'm saying, now.
2: Mm-hmm. No.
1: <laughs> I just think you have to be where the alligators are before... Uh, you feel very, very afraid. afraid They're all
0: over uh, Florida babes. So today, My goodness. they when I was watching the video,
2: yeah,
0: they took Josh to some house yep. and they said that there's the owners are having an issue with an alligator that's been jumping in their kid's pool and just hanging oh. out there. Oh, wow. And has no fear about this.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. So in Florida, they ain't no joke.
1: So... So, what did he do? Was he afraid of the alligator?
0: Yeah. He he didn't try to put on a mancho stance.
1: He was actually like, I gotta stay away from this alligator.
0: Yeah. And it took them a while to catch one. They are going all over the place. He put out, like, this fishing pole it looked like. Yeah. And caught it, and somebody else, I think, killed it.
1: Oh. Where was it?
0: Somewhere in Florida.
1: No, but like, was it in a lake? Was I it think a lake,
0: lake. Okay. Near somebody's house. Wow. Yeah. I went into the water in Florida. Yeah. I told you this, right?
1: Yeah, she did. And How I, long were you in there?
0: Maybe for like 30 minutes. Uh-huh. It was an empty beach and it was me and my mom and I really regret that now.
1: Why? Because you were you were bitten by an alligator?
0: No, okay. but I could have been.
1: Yeah, but she had fun in the water, right?
0: I guess. I mean, I wasn't like 5 or anything.
1: Was it was it nice? Was it warm water?
0: It was okay. It was in January of 2013. Oh, wow. So, not super hot. Okay. Yes.
1: Okay. Sometimes um, Hawaii's water is a little bit cold when you get in. The
0: ocean, I know, it can be.
1: And the, and the Pacific Ocean is kind of cold anyway. It's not super cold, obviously, but it's, it's cool when you get in there. And then eventually your body acclimates to it, I
0: think. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they don't have an alligator issue in Hawaii.
1: No, because Hawaii, I, I believe Hawaii is still rabies-free.
0: Is that true? Yes. Nice.
1: The uh, Hawaii was rabies-free uh, as long as I can remember.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, so they don't just let any animals in. They don't just let any animals come in. They have to make sure that they got all their shots and everything.
0: Except for rats. <laughs>
1: Except for rats? Yeah,
0: there's tons of rats in the line now.
1: Ugh, there's rats everywhere, Bubs.
0: But they didn't used to be there. I think they came there in cargo ships. When? When uh, white people were showing the natives how much better life could be.
1: You sure there's a lot of... Well, yeah, there's... But there's, there's rats everywhere, though, Bubs.
0: But I believe, this is what I've read, they came over in ships. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, I would imagine they would have to... Um, quarantine or whatever but anyway there as far as i know this was back in the day okay well as far as i know um hawaii is still rabies free
0: that's good babes that is good yes
1: and i heard that te- like i don't know if they still do this but in my anatomy and physiology class my teacher was saying that in order for people to get treated for rabies they would have to get like um um injected into the stomach
0: i've heard that oh. and it's not just one stop shot oh. it's like a series of them
1: it sounds painful mm-hmm. oh
0: i don't know what the deal is with rabies because if they catch an animal and they think it might have rabies they have to cut off its head like why can't there just be a simple blood test for this
1: they have to cut off its head that's
0: what i've heard they have to kill the animal to test it for rabies
1: that doesn't make any sense to me
0: I'm only telling you what's out there, babes.
1: I know. I'm just saying it doesn't make any sense just as much as it doesn't make any sense to you. hmm Why couldn't they do a blood test?
0: You know, you think if we really wanted to stop something, we'd have a war on rabies. You know what I mean? And, and devote our attention for a couple of years to curing it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that one. Mm.
0: You don't think that would be a good use of resources?
1: Well... I think that it's possible that there may be a cure out there, but the medical field, uh, people in the medical field won't tell you that. It wouldn't surprise me. And then like, well, just for cancer, right? I mean, people are spending so much time researching cancer when there are ways that people can be treated for cancer without uh, chemo or radiation, but the medical field um, would tell uh, doctors now that um, they have to take, uh chemotherapy and radiation because it's the only thing that they should take.
0: Give me an example of a way they can treat cancer.
1: Well, there there are roots I heard of um very um uh and I, and 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 when like like there are roots, there are vegetables that people would be able to put in their diet that could help with cancer. Broccoli is a vegetable that helps with cancer. Mm. Um Certain berry juices, like the one that I took, um, Doji berry. berry juices, as, as long as they're pure juices, can help with um, uh, cancer. Um, there are ways that oncologists have found to directly treat the cancer cells instead of, um, instead of treating other cells with it.
2: Oh, interesting.
1: Um, but they have a risk of losing their jobs. Um, and they are um you know some have almost lost their jobs but they're still they still have their jobs but i think what they had to do is have like a private practice so i think that there are are several ways to cure cancer but um but the cancer industry is a a 2 billion dollar industry because of the drugs that it's
2: got to be more than that
1: it's probably more than that They have convinced these patients that chemo and radiation is the only two ways, are the only two ways that can solve uh, their cancer problems. And it's not. And it's really, really horrible for your body. Mm -hmm. Doesn't even matter how old you are. It's horrible.
0: Well, you're not going to get an argument from me on that one, babes. Yes. I've never had chemo or radiation. I mean, I've we all have a certain why. amount of radiation, yeah. but not the type that fights cancer, and it doesn't sound fun. I I think I would prefer to die than have to go through that, but who knows? Yeah.
1: yeah. There I think there's there are more effective ways of of dealing with it and it doesn't have to involve hair loss. It doesn't have to involve mouth sores because that's one of the side effects of chemotherapy. Ugh. It doesn't have to involve, like, taking the coating away from your throat, which is a side effect of radiation. That was really horrible. I did not like that at
2: all. That sounds horrible. It is. Yes.
1: And there's another side effect of radiation where it almost feels like you have um, some sunburn.
0: Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that from people, too. Not good. Yeah. No.
1: But anywho, let's get off of that.
0: You don't want to talk about cancer all day?
1: No. No. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the thing that I start talking about when I... Am doing something like this with a person.
0: We were talking about brain aneurysms earlier yeah. because Dr. Dre had one. So scary. And they were talking about him on an interview I was watching with TK, TK Kirkland on Vlad TV this morning. Wow. They're playing a clip of Michelle A. We've discussed this. I really like Vlad, but he plays too many clips of previous interviews he's done, in my opinion.
1: Yeah,
0: but I'm also somebody if I hear something I don't necessarily need to revisit it it. so like that NPR style of broadcasting where they'll play clips at the beginning of a show and three or four times in the middle before they actually get to it Uh to me by the time they actually hit the plateau of the story I think to myself I've heard this already why am I still listening yeah. But a lot of people are into that. Yeah. Why do you think that is?
1: You know, I don't know. Really? good question. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it just seems to me if I've heard a clip of something, why do I need to keep listening to the clip over and over again?
1: Yeah, and it depends on what clip it is. Like, if it's a really annoying clip, then I get that. Mm. If it's a clip that doesn't really bother me, it doesn't bother me. But if it's really annoying, like... I know you were laughing at the Michelle A clip, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, when was she interviewed by him?
0: I think Vlad said they did the interview in 2016, but I could be wrong. I haven't listened to the full thing. Now, Vlad claims that they pretty much took his interview. And if you listen to that and then watch Surviving Compton, it's almost scene by scene taken from uh, what he did with Michelle A. Oh, really? Yeah. That the producers just basically jacked the interview and wrote the movie around it.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: I don't know if that's true or not,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I don't know. It might be something to look at watching Surviving Compton and listening to the Vlad interview. Oh. Yes. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: but TK Kirkland was talking about how he has five moms, baby five mamas. Moms? Baby mamas. Baby mamas? Mm. And none of them have ever met each other or talked on the phone.
1: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's a little too much to juggle if I were a man. Well,
0: he's also said that if he could live his life over again, he would only have kids with one woman. Because it's really, really, really hard to be a good dad if your attention is divided so much.
1: Well, yeah, if you start a family with five women. Yeah. Families with five women, I should
0: say. Having kids with five different women. Yes. Apparently, NBA, NBA Youngboy, who is a rapper, uh-huh. in this interview that with TK Kirkwin was in 2021, but Vlad brought it up. Uh-huh. NBA Youngboy has, at least at that time, had kids with seven different women. Whoa. And he was 21.
1: That's insane. Yeah. That's just crazy,
0: and you wonder
1: twenty one years old and seven different baby mamas. Yeah,
0: you also have to wonder mm. too. How much money do these streaming rap stars really have?
1: Probably not that much. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Seven different women at twenty one. Yep, that's crazy. That's crazy. I wow. That,
0: that is. is
2: I, yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's hard enough taking care of one child, but if you've got more than one child with several different women.
0: I think there was a story so... in the news a couple of years ago that Nick Cannon had like eight or nine different women pregnant at the same time. What? Yeah.
1: Including uh, Mariah Carey? No, no. With...
0: This was after their divorce.
1: Oh, wow.
0: If I remember the story right.
1: That could be a rumor, too, you know.
0: But he has something like 10 or 12 kids. Wow. Yeah.
1: He's still a young guy, too.
0: And he's not going to live much longer. You don't think so? Well, he's talked about he has really bad struggles with lupus.
1: Oh, wow. What kind of lupus is it?
0: I don't know the exact form, unfortunately. I mean, I'm sure I've heard him say it, but I didn't really register in my mind.
1: Wow. But But he got more than one woman pregnant after... Mariah Carey, after the divorce of Mariah Carey.
0: Several more women. And I believe, again, it wow. was like somewhere in the number of seven to nine were pregnant at the same time.
1: And where'd you find this out?
0: He's done interviews about it. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's not smart.
0: I mean, maybe not specifically going on a talk circuit to talk about that, but he, it's come up in interviews with him. Wow. I just don't remember what the exact number was. Wow, I remember babes. My mom and I used to like The Inquirer back in the day because Really
1: the tabloids?
0: Yes. <laughs> I did not come from civilized stock.
1: Yeah, I didn't I I watched they had a show and I used to laugh at them. This was before the
0: show. We're talking 91 or 92. Yeah. And there was one story about a guy who got 13 women pregnant around the same time.
1: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Mm -hmm. Wow.
0: Yes. I wonder if you can still find those old inquirers online. Wow. Would that be something you would be interested in reading? No. Mm.
1: There was a guy, uh, I forgot what his name was. He's fairly young, but he wanted to be a sperm donor to as many women as possible.
0: Babes. I don't know this particular guy, but did I tell you, I have a friend yeah. who is good friends with somebody else. So my friend's friend is obsessed with getting as many women pregnant as possible mm-hmm. with his sperm donations. Yeah, I've never met this guy, but I think my friend said he's donated sperm and has his sperm has led to the birth of something like five kids already. Wow. And he's only been in the game for like two years. And that's not counting the two kids that he's raising that are also that's his.
2: That's just crazy. Yeah.
0: Some people have these weird ideas. I don't get at.
1: that. And 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 he's called. Okay. So the guy I'm talking about, he's calling his kids. He's calling the kids his kids, right? Mm-hmm. But he's not raising any of them. He's just getting women pregnant with a sperm. Yeah. That's all. He's just a sperm donor. He's not a father, but he thinks he's a father because he helped create these kids. And I'm just like, yeah, but do you see them on a daily yeah. basis? Yeah. I
0: mean, maybe Marjorie Taylor Greene would say he's a dad, but most people would disagree and say that you actually have to be there for these kids. Oh, no, that
1: was a bad joke, book.
0: Oh, well, that wasn't a joke.
1: Yes, it was. No. I um, okay. Yeah. So is this, this, I don't know what the guy's, I don't remember what the guy's name is, but I saw um, a clip of him on Dr. Phil or something, and it was just like, are you, is this? guy for real he Mm -hmm. wants to get as many women pregnant as possible and doesn't even doesn't even think that these kids um um actually thinks that he's he's, i can't talk actually thinks that these kids are his just because he created all them and he doesn't even see them i don't know You actually have to spend time with the kids. Exactly. And he probably, I don't even know if he got anyone pregnant, but that was his goal. I thought that was just nuts.
0: People are weird, babes.
1: Yeah, they are. Well, even uh, like there was uh, one documentary I saw uh, a few years back. I don't remember how long ago it was. But this lady was a surrogate for women uh, at least three times in a row. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know how a woman could do that. I just don't know. I mean, because you're, because a woman is forming a bond with that baby and she knows that she can't keep that baby because it's somebody else's baby. I don't know.
0: I'm old school. I believe that if you can't get pregnant the natural way, you have no business having kids, which I know is a hot take from Rick. Big shock. But that's how I feel.
1: Well, there is adoption.
0: Yeah. You could also adopt a kid too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just, the surrogacy thing, the more I'm learning about surrogacy, it sounds really shady uh-huh. because it, some women have had experiences where the woman that they're um, having to, uh, they're, they're, the woman that they choose to have their baby, sometimes they'll say, oh, the baby is coming, but the before the day of the birth, they'll say, oh, I lost the baby. And so they do that to several women and they scam them out of money. Wow. It's really sad. And so they have to really, really make sure that they're getting um, a legitimate baby from a real surrogate. I imagine there's
0: got to be some sort of laws in place for this type of stuff. You know what I mean? So it probably happened a lot in the early 90s. I remember seeing stories about it on different talk shows or news magazines, but I don't know how much that type of thing happens today.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, And then the IVF thing is really confusing to me, too. It just sounds like it's really painful.
0: I hear you, babes.
1: I just, you know... I understand that there are women that will do anything to have kids, but there is also adoption. There, there are so many children that need to be adopted. Yeah,
0: that's why I think, babes, and this is going to be another hot take that you're not going to like. When somebody says, I'm so loving, I would make a great mother and yet they're willing to do IVF and all this other stuff, but they're not even going to look at adoption, it makes me think you're probably not that loving of a person.
1: I wouldn't say that, love.
0: I know you wouldn't say that for sure. Bov. What?
1: You're making assumptions that aren't even provable.
0: But I'm just saying this is my opinion, babes.
1: And a bad one at that. No,
0: it's my opinion, not oh. yours. And, you know, my opinions are pretty educated. No,
1: they're not. Yeah. I, no. I you, think we've been selfless. You, you just... Proclaim that they're educated. That makes them self-proclaim educated. educated.
0: You know who else said that I have really educated opinions? No, Don- Donald Trump.
1: Oh my goodness! Whatever. <laughs> now I know you're just joking, Bubs. I love you, babe. Oh, uh, you
0: did me with your hand. I'm sorry, that was an accident. All right, give me a kiss. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you licked me, and then I rubbed. <laughs> Your spit on your hand. (laughs) Hey. Hey. Don't take me back, Bob.
2: (laughs) Bob, okay, I was just joking.
0: I know, I was just joking too, babes.
1: (laughs) Ooh, now I smell like sunscreen. Nice. Really
0: good. I like that there. Whoa. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that heat, but once I get back to my place, I want to make some chicken jambalaya tonight, and I know that's a hot recipe. Yeah, it
1: is a hot recipe. But I'm
0: going to be having my fan on. And I like hanging out in the kitchen.
1: Oh, you know what? You got to be careful. It's going to be windy out there. I know. Yeah.
0: I don't like that. Hot like and either. windy.
1: Oh, no. I don't like cold and windy, hot and windy. Yeah, just be careful.
0: Just give me temperatures between like and 70 degrees and call it good.
1: 80 to 85 degrees is good, too, as long as it's not over 85 and Uh-oh. not above 90. Well, Good. Not over 85 and not 90 and above.
0: It's going to be really weird, babes, mm-hmm. in a couple of decades, if even that, when we have wars over water on this planet. How is the U.S. going to respond to stuff like that?
1: First off, we don't even know if we're going to have water war over waters. We don't even know what's going to happen the next decade when it comes to our currency.
0: That's a good point, too, actually. Yeah.
1: We don't know that. It's just it's speculation. What I'm was
0: it? it? What was that thing you were telling me about? Um, NBS or something? What? There's some acronym. Banks are tr- changing over their currency in July.
1: Um. What? Oh, oh. Uh, um. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Um. No, NBS.
0: Okay, babes, maybe I don't remember the exact acronym, but there was some lettered thing and banks are supposedly changing over their currency in July. Is
1: it CBDCs?
0: Maybe that's what it is.
1: Yeah, it has to do with um, um CD, CD, CDBCs. Okay, Bra- it break it down for me. So basically, uh, banks and possibly credit unions are going to change their currency or want to change their currency to digital currency by July of this year which really, I don't know how they're going to do that because they would have to change everything.
0: So what does that mean? Does that imply that in three months, we'll no longer be able to go to an ATM and get actual cash?
1: It implies that we may not be able to use our debit cards to get our money. I don't know if that's correct, but it's going to be hard for us to um, get access to our money. I don't know what they're going to do about that. I don't know how they're going to change it. It would not, um, it, it's not, it's like the worst time to do that. The worst time to do that. I don't know how they're going to follow through with it or if they're even going to be able to follow through with it. I don't know. Um, so I don't know if you, I don't know how long you have your card for.
0: Until 2027.
1: Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I don't know. It It's a little bit scary. I'm not sure how they're going to do it.
0: Do I'm... some research into it, because it's going to affect you, too.
1: It's going to affect all of us, not just you and me. All right, well,
0: then read up about it. Let me know. Well, you. Well, you're the one who's bringing it to my attention. I know, but you should read on it, too, bubs. Okay, but you could You, read... shouldn't, okay. you
1: shouldn't wait for me to do it. It's enough that you give me uh, homework to do.
0: Oh, my goodness. It was sending you back to school there. J-Wolf. Mm. <laughs> I got you going, yeah, bubs. Bubs. All right.
1: It's a little bit scary.
0: Yeah, but I kind of feel like in society nowadays, everything is a little bit scary because there's this, there's global warming, there's disruption in our political system, not to mention AI is becoming a thing. Um, nobody cares about mass shootings anymore. So at some point you just got to say, I can't do anything about the system. I just got to live my life. And live it until I'm taken out by a sniper or something. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Henry Rollins was once interviewed, I think, for the Big Think YouTube channel. And he said something that stuck with me. He said, America isn't a... I'm going to paraphrase it, of course. But it's like, America isn't a great place. It's like a video game that you survive.
1: (laughs) That's a... That's a weird statement.
0: I think what he was trying to say is you don't get the American dream. You get to survive in America for as long as you can, because it really is designed as a place where the middle class is dying. The upper class has all the power. And most of us are just fighting to stay alive another day.
1: You're not going to like my um, take on this because it's not it's an unpopular belief. Of
0: course. Go ahead
1: because America has turned away from God, that's why we're going through all this. I really think it is. Okay. I think, I think America is going through some spiritual warfare. And I think because, um, so many people have, um, have, uh, turned away. And this, this thing has happened in Israel over the years. It's still happening right now in Israel. Um, our country, I honestly think our country is being judged right now. So that's why right now we are not um, thought of by other countries as a country to look up to right now because of uh, what's been going on. The lawlessness, the homelessness, um, the, um, the lawlessness, the homelessness, uh, the collapsing of the economy, all this stuff. It's it's uh because of uh because of leadership, very very um, unlawful leadership and leadership that is not um, for the people. It's it's that's why all these things are happening. I think it's I think it's a spiritual thing. I really well, do.
0: There's some truth in what you're saying about the leadership being at fault. But where I would take issue with what you're proposing is that a lot of the homelessness in this country is due to the religious right. No, it isn't. And that's right. you won't even let me... Ow, You won't even let me talk. Okay, if you... I know you're not going to like this. I already don't. Ow. <laughs> yeah, all I was trying to do was attack tackle, Bob. And he was talking. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but... Seriously, if you trace it back to Ronald Reagan. Oh, 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 what was that for? You got to let me speak. Did I let you speak? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you yeah. Well, But it's
1: easy to blame Ronald Reagan. Even, But you already- you're,
0: you're not doing any of the research, though. You're not even willing to research it, though, which is why we keep coming back to this. And Ronald Reagan got into office because he kowtowed to the, relig- the religious right. One of the first things he did was started cutting funding to schools, and he started cutting funding to social programs, and he started kid- uh, kicking um, mentally ill people out of um, health centers. And that helped as- as exacerbate the homeless crisis. And when George Bush got into office, he did the same thing, therefore normalizing it. And it's just conti- uh, to continued to get worse throughout the years. Now, that doesn't excuse anything that Barack Obama or Joe Biden or Clinton has done. But what it, it does mean is a lot of this started with Reagan. Okay, well, first
1: House. off, how would you explain the um, the Christian missions who have uh, stepped up and taken the homeless in and actually given them a way to um, get a job and to move Into their new houses or apartments.
0: There's a couple of different ways to talk about this. One, Christianity, as you know, is not a monolith. There's many different divisions of Christianity. But what I will say is one thing I've noticed from conservative Christians is they're very quick to say that somebody who's doing something counter to what they like is not a Christian. So if we research these organizations that are Christian ran and that are hoping the, helping the homelessness, my guess if the, if there were too many liberal Christians in that organization, the religious right would denounce them. And well, that the only he, reason they're not doing that is because they're purposely not looking into their politics well, because it helps them claim that these people are Christians. Well even
1: you would say that Christianity and liberalism doesn't belong together. even you said that. yeah, you said it was weird. And there's a reason why they don't belong together, because it is counteractive to biblical teachings. And if you did read the Bible enough, you would understand that. Unfortunately, you don't do that. But to me. To you.
0: What I've said is that to me. Or w- 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 let me rephrase this. what What's in my head and what I hope to articulate better in the future is to me, Christianity seems like the reverse of liberalism. It seems very controlling, very not open to different ideas. And liberalism, for the most part, is very open to new concepts. And what I would ask you to do, babes, is look into these Christian organizations that are helping the homeless. And chances are there's a lot of libs in those organizations. And if Christian, if conservative Christians were being honest, they would not endorse them. But they endorse them and they look how, the other way. On how, the
1: How do you know that they endorse them?
0: Well, they talk about them. They say, you know, our good Christian brethren are out there helping the homeless. Where's Joe Biden? Where's Barack Obama? Right. They're willing to do that. But my guess is the reason that they look past liberalism, and I could be wrong, in these organizations is because by associating themselves with these Christians, it makes it look like it's the Christian community who's helping the homeless. But if they were to dig deeper into the backgrounds of the people running these organizations, they would denounce them publicly as not Christian. But by not doing that, they get to say it's the Christians who are helping the homeless. So it's it's having your cake and eating it too. It's being against liberal Christians when you don't like them. And it's using them as an example and looking the other way on their politics when it helps you make your case against somebody like Joe Biden.
1: I don't know if that's true. But look
0: into it. You can prove me wrong. Why
1: don't you look into it?
0: Because you're the one who's saying it's not true.
1: Why don't you look into it if you're saying that it's so true? But here's
0: the thing, babes. It wouldn't matter if I looked into it because you don't believe my sources. So if I come back to you and say that it is true, you still wouldn't believe me. That's why it's on you to look it up. Like if I, if I was allowed to share sources, I could look it up. But if I'm not allowed to share sources, it doesn't make well, sense for me to look you it up. Are because allowed, you're not going to believe well, me Well, first anyway.
1: off, you are allowed to share sources, but I'm very picky about where they come from.
0: Exactly. This is so what I'm saying. Me looking it up will have no bearing because if it turns out I'm right, you're just not going to believe me. But if you look it up, you're going to be forced to believe what you discovered. Does that make any sense? I guess. I you're mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And if there's proof that it is, I don't want to hear about mm-hmm. it.
1: <laughs> cool. You're making fun of me again. <laughs> oh, sorry,
0: babes. Uh-huh. All right, give me a kiss.
1: I counted two times. Two times you two, tickled me. Two times I tickled you. Or maybe that was more than that. But maybe that was sweet times. Oh,
0: my goodness. Oh, my goodness. But anyways, it does, a lot of this goes back to Reagan and the religious right in this country. Now, that's not to say that there's not any truth to the fact that we have lost our moral compass as a a nation. But we also got to be honest about where a lot of this comes from. Okay, I don't think it has
1: anything to do with. Whoever is in politics, I think because we as human beings, yes, we do make mistakes for sure. But I think it has everything to do with why people, there are people in our country that have no moral compass now.
0: Right. But you got to realize part of that moral compass is learned through the community. And if we have politicians who defund these communities...
1: But it's not the, up to the politicians to we we can't look up to all the politicians because of their morals. Because some we know
0: I'm not saying we look up to them for their morals. We look at what they do and what they choose to finance and take money away from.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> Bubs, I own my guy. Bubs. Okay, let's move on. Well, how do we get our moral compass back, or do we not discuss that in this episode?
1: No, maybe not. Maybe not this one. Okay i think that's a different conversation
0: we lack a moral compass
1: i don't what
0: moving on oh. <laughs> i love you babes
1: okay
0: you love me too yes i love you, 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 you you're a quack,
1: bob guy, Bubs, i never said i never said that i know i never said that
0: <laughs> oh my goodness give me a kiss give me a kiss give me a kiss give me a kiss Oh my goodness! Bite my nose.
1: <laughs> I wasn't biting; it was nibbling. Oh. Nibble, nibble.
0: Oh.
1: It was nibbling. Yes. there's <laughs> a difference. I didn't use teeth. Yeah, and by the way,
0: mm. another super religious Christian right wing president, George W. Bush, also took funding away from uh, resources that could have helped a lot of people. So, but we can move on now.
1: Yeah, you already said that earlier.
0: Not in this episode. I talked about you his said that son. In this one. I talked about his son. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. His father. Oh. But the son, George W. Bush, who is super right wing and super religious, also took funding away from organizations that helped the homeless and helped kids. So.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. He was one of yours. Oh,
1: my goodness. He's your brother in
0: Christ.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: But anyways, we could talk about George Dib all the time.
1: Yeah, your snide remarks are really uh, great, I guess.
0: <laughs> What's my night remarks those, babes?
1: Snide remarks. About what? Uh about Christians in general.
0: Well, I just say it how I believe, babes.
1: Snide remarks.
0: There are exceptions to the rules. But the exceptions okay. aren't considered real Christians. So Oh my goodness. Are they really exceptions then? I don't know. I don't know.
1: I can't tell you. I can't answer that.
0: Here's a question for you. You listen to a lot of these conservative Christian talks, right? Uh Now, never mind having like a liberal commentator on. Have they ever had a liberal Christian on their programs?
1: You know, I can't answer that. I don't know. Mm. Because I haven't. I mean, some of these shows have been around for I don't know how long. They do discuss Christianity versus liberalism, but I don't know that they've. I mean they've they've definitely have done commentary on uh liberals that claim to be Christians but I don't know that they've had one on and so I I can't really answer that.
0: But as far as you've heard that's not the case.
1: Uh no. I mean yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean it's just a it's just a weird combination.
0: It is a weird combination, but if people are trying to say that Christians aren't all like this particular thing, you would think you would want to have a discussion about it with somebody but, who... But,
1: but liberal, liberalism and Christianity, they just don't mix. And I understand why they're they are very critical of that mixing together. It
0: doesn't mix. I don't think it mixes either. But when Christians usually point to other Christians as good examples... It's or usually, they'll
1: talk about Christians that say that they are conservative. I I was speaking when
0: Christians usually point to other Christians as an example of doing good work nine times out of ten the example they give is a Christian who's more liberal. No they don't. So
1: no they don't at all. We
0: watched the Mr. Rogers documentary last weekend. Yes. Did you get the sense that he was a conservative Christian?
1: Um, Yes And, and, and the reason why I say that he may not have minded that um Francois Clemens was attracted to men, but uh, maybe I should rephrase this. He may not have, I, I didn't get the sense that he was necessarily okay that he was, but he didn't, he looked past the fact that he was.
0: Really? He wasn't okay with it, even though he said, I love you just the way you are. And he told Francois he was speaking specifically to him. He was... A conservative Christian who Fox News, back when they were considered the um the the pinnacle of conservative life, spent hours ba- bashing him. That doesn't seem like a conservative Christian to me.
1: Well, I don't. I mean, there there were just they were they wanted to pick him apart. Now I don't know about these hosts because this is when I wasn't watching Fox News. Right. So I don't, I don't know about these these people that were saying that.
0: Right, but back. But,
1: but I don't. I mean, we can't ask him now because he's. He's dead. I
0: know, but we have to go with the evidence we have in front of us. So Fox News, which I know you have issues with now, but back in the day, they were considered the end all be all of conservative media. Why would they bash a fellow conservative?
1: Because they were just because they like to pick on people I don't think like them. And let me let me explain that. Okay. They so I don't know whether or not. Fred Rogers was liberal or conservative. I, I don't know and I certainly don't care. Mm-hmm. The fact that they said, look, um, Fred Rogers' faith was very important. And they did say that he was a conservative. If you missed it, it was in the beginning of the, the documentary. Oh, you might be right about that. They did say that. So that makes me believe that, that because even though Francois Clemens has come out, very openly. I don't know that Fred Mo- Rogers was necessarily okay with his lifestyle, but he, he decided to look past it and see him for um, seeing as a uh, he saw him for being a human being only.
0: Right. But it's more than just a Francois Clemens thing. But, and again, he did say, I love you just the way you are not. I love you. And I wish you weren't gay. You know,
1: I think what he was trying to say is, I love you for you and I'm going to let the Holy Spirit um send you to hell. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen. All right, I right, am listening. I think what he's trying to say is I love you for the person who you are and I'm going to have I'm going to let God deal with the kind of issues you're dealing with because I can't do that.
0: How do you explain him working for such a liberal organization like PBS?
1: I don't know. Maybe he just Wanted to do his own thing and um and PBS let him do it. I don't I know because PBS is a liberal organization. I don't know why he did that.
0: How do you explain him working in classrooms with kids? That's uh, a liberal thing to do. Is it? Yeah, I mean, f- uh, all these organizations who are conservative are always uh, yelling about these libs working with our kids.
1: No, not no, 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 no. You're you're getting that wrong. Okay. It's not necessarily. A liberal thing to work in classrooms is what they're teaching the kids, and he's not doing what other teachers are starting to do today.
0: But he was teaching them that they had value, that their opinion should be uh, considered. Isn't that a liberal thing?
1: No, it isn't. Okay. It's it isn't. It doesn't have to be a liberal thing. Okay. He's teaching them that they are made in the image of God, even if he didn't mention it. Uh-oh. It, by by him telling them they have value, he's basically telling them that God values them. Nice, because as you know, he was an ordained pastor. That's true. So why would he not teach them that God values them as much as he values them? Think about it that way.
0: That's an okay. That's a fair take. Okay, that's that doesn't mean
1: it has to be a liberal thing.
0: Okay, all what I was trying to get to, and and maybe it didn't come across right, is usually when I hear Christians talking about another Christian doing really good work, um, you find out that the Christian who's doing really good work is a liberal Christian. Now, whether or not I think liberalism jives with Christianity, that's a different discussion. And I don't, but they, the liberal Christians thinks, think that it does. So it's interesting. I think
1: the liberal Christians praise other liberal Christians. Like, um, uh like Al Sharp let let's let's talk about somebody that we can actually bash on. Al Sharpton. Yeah. Claims he's a pastor, right? Yeah. I think he is the opposite of the word. Um and he praises I think he praises liberal Christians.
0: So I don't remember her name. I know I'm gonna look like a dumbass, but you know the movie Dead Man Walking is yes, based on a real-life nun. Yeah, the nun. And that nun is still alive. Yeah. And I've heard that she is like super lib. Mm-hmm. So what what would you say about somebody like her?
1: Uh, that would make me scratch my head a little bit. So oh. I don't know. I. Yeah, I don't know much about this lady, so I really can't comment, but that would make me scratch my head.
0: I've met liberal pastors before.
1: I don't understand that either.
0: Even though I don't understand it, which I don't. When I think of Christians doing good work, again, my mind goes to liberal pastors. It doesn't go to these people who always talk about God hates this and God hates that. Well,
1: that's a different that's a different kind of people. That's the Westboro Baptist Church. It's
0: not just them, though. There are other Christians who, and it doesn't. It's a lot of it now in the media. It's, it focuses on sexuality, but it it's not just sexuality. Um, you know, there are uh, pastors I'm sure who talk about God hates you when you do this, uh, and God also hates you when you do that. Like, there's so many Christians. Yeah, but you're
1: assuming that God hates a person. It's not the person. It's what they do. There's a difference. Mm. It's God hating the sin but loving the sinner. And and and, and, well, and and people that are not Christians will make assumptions that God hates gay people when that's not, we, a, that's not true.
0: We can easily take this off of gay people.
1: I, and I'm just using but, it as an example.
0: But we, the, let's use another example. Um, how many Christians out there are willing to say that other people who believe in Jesus Christ are going to hell because they don't believe in their particular version of Christianity?
1: It depends on what it is.
0: You do you think the Catholics are going to heaven as a group?
1: Um, well, I think that Catholicism is very questionable. You can be a Catholic and still be saved, but why would you be in the Catholic Church? There's a lot of questions about that that requires um, more than one conversation.
0: You think Lutherans are going to heaven as a group?
1: Um, that's another questionable thing.
0: Presbyterians?
1: Uh, I don't know. Maybe. See, see, this is, this is hard to answer because there are Lutherans and Presbyterians that really did get saved, but they're staying in a religion that's very questionable.
0: Right, but Lutheranism, I believe, talks, Lutheranism. You know, which she said, talks a lot about Jesus, right?
1: They do, but you have to remember in what context do they talk about Jesus? How do they see Jesus? There's some holes. I, I need to look at their doctrine. So, w-
0: what I'm trying to point out to you is it's not just gay people. It's Yes, that gets a lot of media attention. But it's also other members of the Christian faith are told that they're going to hell for not believing what specific members of the Christian faith believe in, even if those well, other members well, are raised well, to believe in Jesus Christ and never if, question.
1: If there is, if it's contrary to biblical teachings, and you have to remember, it doesn't just go back to what other Christians think, but it goes back to biblical teachings. Teachings, if they're not following very essential doctrines, then there's some question there. Mm-hmm. If they don't believe that Jesus uh, Jesus was crucified and on the third day he rose from the dead, there's a problem. If they don't believe that um, Jesus is a part of a trinity, then there's a problem. I, there, there, there's some essential doctrines there. I could
0: make the argument that anybody who's not a Gnostic Christian is going to hell because other Christians take books out of the New Testament.
1: And there's um, and there are um, and there's some holes in the Gnostic um in in Gnosticism too.
0: Listen, I'm sure there are. I, at the end of the day, I'm just a dumb guy who writes poetry and likes having fun with my girlfriend. But I've heard people say that Gnosticism it's there's more books in the Christian Bible that were edited out, and why is it okay to edit some books out of the Bible if they say something that you don't like and then tell other people they're going to hell for not having the essential form? Well, it does
1: say in Revelation that anyone who adds to the books, to the anyone who adds to this book uh, will not have their part in the kingdom. So there has to be a reason why these books were not inspired to be put in the Bible. And I think that um, you have to question that.
0: But it was men who decided... Well, hold on. Mm-hmm. It was, it was men. Babes, <laughs> you're talking. <laughs> I like, I tried to have, like, I didn't, wait a second. I didn't uh, think of you.
1: That's a signal to move on. Hold soon. on. Soon. Yeah.
0: Soon. Yeah, soon. But it was men who decided what books were not allowed in the Bible, not God. How so- do you
1: know that? <laughs> oh,
0: because the Bible's longer, babes. That's how I know
1: that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bubs, I'm getting on here.
1: Bubs, no, no. I'm, yeah, she I'm was
0: not. getting you. No,
1: this Bubs. This is a whole other conversation that we can't really explore right now. No, no, I'm serious, Bubs. It's it's, it's like it would involve several conversations.
0: Uh-oh, am I making too much sense again? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Bubs. Okay, let me finish my point, Babes, and then we're going to move on. So... We're led to believe that... Now, I thought it was also you can't take away from the Bible either.
1: You also can't take away from the Bible either. But know.
0: men decided what was taken away from the Bible.
1: And how do you know that men was were decided?
0: Well, how did those books not end up in the Bible?
1: Because the they were not Gospel. inspired. They God did not inspire those books to be written in the Bible. How do you know? No, how do you know? Seriously. Because I believe that everything in the Bible is inerrant an and infallible. And if God said... That these books, um, if if there were were reasons why these books were not in the Bible, then um, I'm not going to argue with
0: it. So, And wh- there has to
1: be more. Hold on. Let's what? examine this. Bubs, so if we're on this subject. Like, we're, uh, we could be talking about this all day and never get to the other stuff.
0: I know. That's why you. Ouch. <laughs> that's right. So let me say my part and then we're going to move on.
1: Okay. Well, you keep on going on about it.
0: Because you keep interrupting me. Do I? Yes. Oh. Okay. You don't believe the mainstream media, but yet you'll believe the mainstream media if they say that the King James Bible is the word of God and the only word of God. Think about that.
1: Just
0: just think about that.
1: What
0: are you talking about? Okay. Uh, You've told me uh, in recent years that Fox News is not what it used to be, right? Let's take Fox News for an example. Okay. Because it's fun to pick on them. Um, but if a host on Fox News said that the King James Bible is the version of the Bible that everybody should read, you wouldn't question that.
1: I wouldn't question it because I believe that personally. And I've done my research about what happened to, um, people that were trying to defend this, uh, this Bible. Right, but and, and what led up to this?
0: Just because somebody's trying to defend something, my dear, doesn't mean it's right. And also, we're gonna well, leave you. It- we're gonna leave you with this. If somebody translates the Bible, you don't know that it's been translated correctly. So, in a sense, they're tampering with the Word of God. You are reading a book written by uh, translated by somebody who's probably burning in hell right now. Really? Know, yeah, yes, yes. Oh, 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 stop it, stop it. <laughs> so, you're reading... Think of it like this, So no more. Oh, babes, babes. Then we're going to move on. When you pick up that Bible... You are reading about God from somebody who translated it and the person who translated it is more than likely burning in hell. For How would you know that? Because they translated it. They changed the word of God. Really? Yeah.
1: Do you know anything about the King James Bible history?
0: Uh, I believe it was... I I thought we were moving on.
1: Well, No, I just want to ask you one more question. By the way, the documentary that I asked you to watch, did you watch the whole thing? Because you said you only watched... A little bit of it. I have not finished the whole thing. You have to watch the whole thing. Okay. You need to watch the whole thing if you want to understand the history of what led up to the King James Bible. It's very low budget. It doesn't matter if it's low budget. I told you to. I gave you an assignment, and you didn't follow through with it.
0: Oh, I didn't. It wasn't phrases. It was an assignment.
1: Well, now it's an assignment.
0: Okay, so now I, I will. Now be you
1: forced. really have to read. Now you really have to to uh, listen to the whole thing. Oh, great,
0: but base. But so every time you read the Bible. You're reading it from the person who translated it for you is burning it now because they added or took away from the Bible because part of adding or taking away happens no, when you translate a language. It. And with that, babes, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, oh,
1: oh, oh.
0: Okay. okay,
1: I'm sorry. It's so <laughs> violent, babes. I'm not violent.
0: I'm just tickling. I mm-hmm. ah! I Give me a kiss and then we're moving on. Oh, give, give me a kiss, babes. Give me a kiss. Kiss your good boy and love you. good no. boy. Love your good boy.
1: No, I love you.
0: Okay, good. That's all we need to hear.
1: Those are some things that I don't think you understand. <laughs> oh, There's a lot
0: I don't think you understand. Oh, you're grabbing my ear. <laughs>
1: oh, you'll let me grab your ear, but you will not really grab my. You grab
0: your nose. Oh, my just grab my nose.
1: <laughs> That's cute. Hey. I love you grabbed you there.
0: All right, let's and move on. Babes.
1: At least not on purpose. Let's
0: let's move on, babes.
1: You say sorry.
0: I'm sorry that it's time to move on. Oh. <laughs> well, I thought you wanted to move on.
1: Yeah, babes. we'll
0: move on. Yes. Moving on.
1: <laughs> Moving. Shall we talk about what happened in the middle of the movie or after we talk about what happened with dinner?
0: Let's talk about uh, dinner first. Well, first. Yeah. We did. I showed you some exercises.
1: Yeah, we did. That was fun. It was. I could feel uh, the resistance. Mm-hmm um and you did some exercises too while I was on my computer because I was doing some tech stuff
0: I feel good about that it was really cool I feel damn good about
1: it babes okay yes I know
0: then we ate dinner uh
1: I made some spaghetti um a few days ago and I had to say I think it turned out pretty good yeah uh did you like it I thought it was
0: good, good. I could have used a little bit more cheese okay and you know what we should have done too babes is brought bought some bread uh-huh. and made it into like italian style i so. didn't
1: even think about that. I, I didn't either i forgot about it it was a yes. very hot day so yes. i wanted to you know i wanted to have something on hand and um i'm glad you liked it it was i wish we had a uh, spaghetti noodles but we didn't have spaghetti noodles they just they were fettuccine noodles unfortunately but you liked it's it. it's a form
0: of pasta i did like it okay oh, yes i'm glad then we sat down and watched the movies I'm all excited to show you dead presidents. Should we get into what happened?
1: Yeah, we'll do that really quick. All right. So we're in the middle of the movie, okay? It's getting to a really good part. I hear a knock on my door. I'm like, who is that? So I said, hold on, let me get the door. And what I should have done was I should have asked you to go with me because I didn't know who it was. Mm -hmm. And I asked who it was. And it was um, a woman that was on the top floor she was from the top floor and she informed me and i didn't know this that this month the month of may is a blind awareness month which i thought oh okay that's interesting i didn't know that
0: and if we wait until october it will be meet the blind month
1: yeah so which
0: sounds like you're going to a blind zoo or something but keep going
1: (laughs) i didn't think of it that way okay (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. hey what about meet the dwarves month oh my goodness don't they have one? I don't know. I'm sure they do. Meet the Little People Month? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, but she said that she wanted to put a flyer together to alert people in the building um, that it is Blind Awareness Month, and she wanted to put something together in the community room. Don't exactly know what it is. And she asked me if I'd like to participate, and I said, okay, well, what... Is the day and she told me that she wanted to do it on the 20th, but she thought it was a Friday, and I thought, wait, let me think about this.
0: That's a Saturday.
1: It's a Saturday. And and the only reason why I know that is because we have something going on Sunday afternoon. hmm You gotta hike. So I said, um, when do you wanna do this? What time? She was thinking early afternoon, like from one to three. I said, let me talk about my boyfriend. I'll get back to you sometime. What, what did you he tell her about me? I told her that you're low vision. Nice.
0: Because you said you let me talk about my boyfriend.
1: Let No, I said, let me talk to my boyfriend. Nice. But I also said, he is low vision. Um, let me see about um, if he thinks that, you know, he wants to participate too. Yeah. <laughs> what? And, but she didn't. I, I didn't get a sense that she knew what she wanted to do for the thing. And so I'm going to text her and ask her what she wants to focus on specifically. Or if she wants us to uh, be like a part of a panel. Or does she want the three of us to stand in front and have everybody um, ask us questions? What, what do we want to do?
0: Fill our faces or something. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I, we're going to see what happens with this, this one. I'm a little bit less excited than JLo over here, but we'll find out what happens.
1: Well, I don't even know. I mean, because she didn't give me specifics and she, you know, I don't know what she wants to do with it.
0: Yeah. And you know how Joe Rogan has these three hour one on one podcast with people? Mm-hmm. That's what Alana had last night with. No, it wasn't girl. even
1: three hours. It was like it might have been close to 30 minutes. I had to tell her twice that I had to go.
0: I wasn't sure what to do because my headphones were out in the living room. So, at one point, I'm just like, I might as well clean the pipes. So, I started doing that. Oh, my goodness. And then Alana comes in there in the middle of it. <laughs> um, you know, she's, she's seen me do that before. But it was... Oh, my
1: a- goodness. Do we have to go there?
0: And then you left the room again.
1: I did because um, I was looking for... Um, I was looking for something and it wasn't in my backpack. Yeah. I mean, it went in my backpack, so... I thought, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, uh, I need something to
0: record. I, I never touch Alana's stuff when she's doing other things, unless I have permission, you know, within reason. But after I cleaned the pipes, I'm like, well, what else am I going to do? And I realized that you have headphones in Miss A. So I hooked up your headphones to the Dot and I started listening to some E-Fody. And I was kind of like rocking out to the music when you came back in. Oh my goodness, how did you feel about that?
1: That was weird. I'm like, what are you doing?
0: It, you kind of freaked out too because I also don't have like privileges over here, so I can't just say Miss A like this song because Alana is really into that particular playlist. Yeah, so I told you I may have liked some E40 stuff, but I'm doing that to sort of get a, a reaction out of you. You were not happy with
1: that. No, I wasn't, but you said you didn't do that. <laughs> no, I didn't, and and you tried to do that with um, uh, who is that one guy that did uh, do
0: Oh, Thundercat.
1: Yeah, and you liked that one. I'm like, why did you do that? Yeah, you freaked
0: out on me. I And did. I learned my lesson real quick. No,
1: I did way. because I'm like, hey, I wouldn't like anything that you didn't like. Uh-oh. I wouldn't like any, I wouldn't put it on your likes list.
0: I just assumed that you were enjoying that song and you might want to hear it again. But I was no, wrong.
1: You didn't ask.
0: You did not want to hear it
1: again. No, I didn't.
0: No, Bob, your, your music is so good for you.
1: Close.
0: <laughs> I Give me a kiss.
1: I just like particular music. Ugh. <laughs> oh
0: i love you babes so we'll see what happens i love you bud yes
1: uh we'll see what happens i'm i may uh, send her a quick text today and ask her um what specifically she wants to do yeah and then maybe i'll say something like um i don't know if you want me to stay there for the whole time but i may not be able to Mm because i've got something going on that yeah
0: that we totally spaced on My sister's coming back to town. I'm not
1: going to do that. And I'm excited to see her. No, I'm not going to do that.
0: Uh, My nephew won't be with her, but she's going to... What? My nephew's not going to be with her, but she will be back in town on Saturday. And coincidentally, I found this out the exact same moment (laughs) that I learned about the
1: thing. No, no, no. I'm not going to lie about that. No. I'm not going to say that somebody's coming into town when we know that there isn't anybody coming
0: into town. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways. We had that happen. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, we watched a movie in two parts. Goodness, <laughs> yeah, yes, and the film was Dead Presidents.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, there's no burping in the movie. No, but Just there is in cash. my heart.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: The film. Do you want to give the overview, or do you want me? No,
1: to? I think you 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 should because you watched it twice.
0: Okay. Uh let's go back to 2002 rick is trying to make his way through the world and maybe smoking a little bit too much ganja
1: yeah in other words uh he was uh, making his way through the world while getting dumb
0: i was living in my mom's basement and uh smoking out every night but i had a blockbuster card no dvd player just had VHSs. Yeah. Go to Blockbuster one night. And and am watching a lot of movies because I had a bad breakup and blah, 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 blah. And Rick's life didn't work out as a teenager the way he wanted to. Uh, all that stuff. And I decide to watch Dead Presidents. Really, really enjoyed the film. But again, there may have been some ganja involved.
1: So how could you pay attention to Okay.
0: I paid enough attention. Oh
1: my goodness.
0: Fast forward to about a month ago and I'm watching the Breakfast Club, you know, series on YouTube.
2: Yeah.
0: With um Charlemagne. I not
1: think. The, yeah, not the movie. Yeah,
0: not the movie. The movie's excellent, by okay. the way. I think Angela Yee might have been on this episode as yeah. well. Because I know that she left recently and she's made certain allegations about the show that really? it's kind of sexist. Oh really? At least I believe I've heard that.
1: Was she the only
0: female uh, co-host on there? Yeah, but they're trying to find a new female co-host to fit in there. Okay. Now. And I have my thoughts about that, but that's an issue for another time. Okay. They had Alan Hughes on, and they're going through the movies that he did with his brother. Of course, Dead Presidents comes up. He says that it was inspired by a story in a book called Bloods, which is a history of the Vietnam War told by these black soldiers. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I picked up the book, read it, and then I said, we should watch Dead Presidents again. Now, I thought I had a copy of it. Yeah. But I checked on my hard drive. It turns out I didn't. Uh Uh-huh. So, we rented it off of YouTube because Apple, you could only buy it and it was like 18 bucks. But YouTube, you could rent it for $4.
1: Which is pretty good.
0: Yeah. So, we rent it and then we start watching. Mm Mm-hmm. Starts off, it's like 1968. It mostly tells the story of Anthony, who is, when the movie begins, about to graduate high school. Mm -hmm. He has some friends. One of them, Skip, is played by Chris Tucker. Yeah. He wants to be a pimp. Yeah. Uh, Another buddy named Joe, who is going through life too. And Anthony is running numbers for a man named...
1: Kirby. Kirby, and he's a really young guy that goes to the pool hall, and
0: yeah, and Kirby's this older gentleman who takes him under his wing.
1: But he's got some issues too.
0: He does, but I think he has a good heart. Yeah, maybe not.
1: No, maybe maybe in some ways he does, but he's definitely messed up.
0: Yes. Near the beginning of the movie, Anthony. Gets into a pool game with this one guy who's just a complete asshole, in my opinion. And the asshole tries to beat up Anthony, but Kirby comes in and stops it, right? Mm -hmm. And Anthony's family thinks that he could be a success in life. Mm -hmm. But his mom is upset when she finds out that he wants to sign up to go to Vietnam. Anthony is dating a girl named Juanita Juanita. Before Anthony goes to Vietnam, was it before or was it before his second tour of duty?
1: Um, It might have been before his second tour. It might have been before his second tour because she wrote him uh, during his first tour. He
0: he gets Winnie to Pregnant. Yeah. Now, in Anthony's platoon, there's Skip. There's also another uh, homie from around the way named Cleon. Cleon,
1: and he's just a crazy man.
0: Yes, but a good Christian.
1: No, no. He cut off he, he cut off people's heads. Oh. And and saved the heads.
0: But he repented for it, like a good Christian.
1: Did he? Yes. I don't know that he did. He became
0: a preacher, babes. Did he? He did, remember? That was his dad. No, that was him. When? When they come. We'll get there when we get there. But when okay. they come back from Vietnam, they go and see the preacher who is Cleon.
1: Cleon? No, that was his dad, right?
0: No, that was Cleon. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He, so he becomes a good Christian. Does he? Yep. Okay. And don't worry, it's a conservative church.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: So they're in Vietnam. Crazy stuff is happening, like Cleon cutting off the head of a soldier Mm -hmm. who is fighting for the Viet Cong.
2: Yeah.
0: And at one point, somebody in their platoon gets injured. They give him some morphing. Anthony offers the doctor some of his morphine to give to the soldier, but the doctor says, if we give him any more, he's going to die. Yeah. They're waiting for the medevac. Mm. The guy is a good friend to Anthony, and he just keeps saying, kill me. I would do the same for you. Mm -hmm. So when nobody's looking, Anthony gives him an overdose. Yeah. Goes back to Brooklyn and is nervous about reestablishing contact with his daughter. He's
1: in the Bronx, not Brooklyn.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, the Bronx. But eventually he does.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Juanita has a younger sister named Delilah. Delilah,
1: who becomes a member of the Black Panthers. Hey there. Hey there, Delilah.
0: Before then, I guess maybe not before then. He comes over to the house. Mm-hmm. Your girl Juanita comes in with the kid. They go back to their place, meaning Juanita and the kid's place, and yeah. they run into somebody named His name is
1: Cuddy, and, Cuddy. and um, they're driving. They're, they run into him on the way to, to her place.
0: Yeah, and Cuddy is just trying to show that he's the man now, and Anthony ain't worth anything.
1: Right, and he's he's calling Sarah his little girl and all that, mm-hmm. saying that, oh, I tried to visit you, uh, but you weren't there.
0: There's some tension in the relationship because of this. Mm-hmm. Anthony has a job at a butcher shop, but he loses it because the place closes. Yep. Gets in an altercation with Cuddy.
1: Cuddy, and, and Cuddy almost kills him.
0: Yeah. And Anthony ends up leaving your girl Juanita.
1: That's after um, he almost kills her. That's right. After he almost kills her,
0: it gave me a lot of flashbacks to our relationship. Hey, meaning I was like the Juanita in the situation. What? And you were Anthony,
1: Fubs. Yeah, I didn't almost kill you. Okay, you're acting as if I like choked you out or something. No, and no, I think no. he he almost did, right? He, he did. choked her, and she was pregnant.
0: Yeah, with somebody's kid.
1: Whether it's him or his kid or somebody else's,
0: yeah. Beautiful. Now his by this time his buddy Joe and him have re-established contact. Joe lost a hand, a hand in the war, but he has a prosthetic and he's really good with explosives. Uh, yeah,
1: apparently.
0: I believe it was Joe who knew about this money transfer that was going to happen, so they get together a crew. He recruits Delilah. Skip is in on the situation, and so is Kirby. Yeah. and they decide that they need somebody else, so they go to Cleon, who has been saved. He's he is he, one of us, a brother in Christ. Oh
1: my goodness! Don't even, Bubs. What? Don't even joke.
0: I would never joke about something like You're that. You're mocking. I would never. You're mock. mocking. I don't believe in you.
1: Well, I mean, at least Cleon says that he wanted to do something. Um, he wanted to do something for God, but
0: so. Uh, Apparently it's okay to rob a bank if it's in God's name. Yeah, Because that's what they do.
1: That's what he did. Yeah. So
0: people get killed.
1: He's arrested.
0: Yep. Your girl dies, Delilah.
1: Delilah dies, a cop dies.
0: Couple cops, I think, get it. hmm They get away with the money, and they might get away with the crime, except Cleon starts passing out money. Yeah. They go to stop him, and they pull up on the church, meaning uh, Anthony and Skip, I believe, yeah. It's either Skipper it was Joe, I believe it was Skip, as Cleon is being escorted out of the church by the cops.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they know things are about to go down.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Anthony is about to run to Mexico with Kirby when the cops come into Kirby's place, mm-hmm. arrest them. Martin Sheen is a judge and tells Anthony he's getting fifteen to life. Anthony throws a chair at the judge, and that's when the movie ends. Yeah.
1: Did you mention that um, Skip dies in his apartment? That's right.
0: Oh, I forgot. Yeah, because he—that's one of the things I shouldn't have forgot because it stuck yeah. with me all the years.
1: Yes, because Skip, because they were um, the cops bust down the door. Skip dies in his chair. He had an overdose
0: by the time they got there.
1: Yeah, and he um, was watching Soul Train
0: mm-hmm. with Al Green as a guest. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I think this is a really good movie. It says a lot about how we treat veterans in this country. And I'm wondering what your take on it is.
1: Well, apparently, I mean, now you hear instances where uh, veterans aren't treated very well, Mm -hmm. even in the VA hospitals right now. It's really sad.
0: Yes, but what do you think about what this movie says about
1: it? I made the comment yesterday that it seemed like it was your typical Hood movie and your typical heist movie. And then you've got the focus on PTSD, which I think it would have been better if it was focused on one subject.
0: And to be fair, I think at least Alan Hughes agrees with you. Because when they brought up Dead Presidents on The Breakfast Club, he, if my memory is correct, he said that the movie was a little bit unfocused. And it could have been three different films. Mm Mm-hmm. So I disagree but I understand what you're saying. To me it could have been three different films but I think it works well as one film. Mm. But that's what I'm
1: That's came. really the only thing that I I have a criticism for. It was a, it was pretty uh well done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean the acting was good and everything. But it and I do want to make a comment. So yeah. When Nita was complaining that Anthony changed and she was nagging him to uh, find a real job because she's the only one working, blah, blah, blah. But she didn't quite understand that she changed as well. She, right. He, she changed for the worse, actually. Because not only does she... It, it's implied that she and Cuddy had a thing going on while he was gone. Um, And so... Now she thinks that, you know, Anthony isn't the best guy for her. And she she made it sound like Anthony didn't want to marry her yet. And which I don't think he said that. I think that he, you know, he wanted her to know that it's possible that he may not make it back alive. Uh-huh. But she took it to mean, well, that doesn't that that means that he doesn't want to marry me. So I'm going to find somebody else. That's what it sounds like to me. So she changed she changed too.
0: I gotta defend her a little bit. Yeah. She also had a kid to worry about. That's true. And that doesn't mean that Anthony didn't have his issues. But what is she gonna do when she's not getting any money?
1: No, I get that. Mm-hmm. But she's not helping the situation by making him sound like um, uh, making him sound like he's a deadbeat.
0: And at the same time, I side with her. When Anthony says that she should return the money that Cuddy gave them,
1: right, I suppose, but I guess he thought that it was dirty money,
0: and he's not wrong, yeah, but what else are they going to do?
1: Yeah, I don't know. And he's trying to he's trying to do his best to to uh, provide for them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I can understand why he would think that it was dirty money, yes. Because it's somebody else's money. And And Cuddy just beat him up at that point. Uh Uh-huh. So I get that. I get both sides, actually.
0: Yeah. What did you think of the acting in this movie?
1: It was good. It was very good. Um, I didn't like some of the characters. Like, at the end, like, towards the ending of the relationship, I didn't really like Juanita anymore. Um, I also didn't like Delilah. And I also didn't like Skip's character. But... That is a testament to how good their acting is.
0: Oh, that's really interesting. I didn't really dig Delilah, but I liked Juanita. And um, I would agree with you with Skip's character, though.
1: Yeah, I just thought he... I I didn't... And I did also didn't understand why he signed up to be in... Um, well, I mean, you, you know why I said it, but I'm going to tell everybody else. Yeah. I didn't understand why he signed up to be in the Marines with Anthony.
0: And... What I have told you is back then we had the draft and what I've been told by people who served in the military during Vietnam is sometimes you would have an option. You could sign up for a specific unit of the military or you'd be drafted and you'd be told which part you were going into. Mm -hmm. So I think it might have been a situation like that with Skip Mm. where it's like, okay, I'm going to Vietnam either way, but at least – if I choose to sign up, I can choose which division I go into of the military.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Does that make sense? Yes. I think that Chris Tucker, he's done films that I've liked, but this is the movie where I think he shows the most range. Oh, wow. How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, I would say that. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he's great in the first Friday movie. Mm-hmm. I wish he would have been in the sequels, mm-hmm. but life doesn't always go the way you want.
1: No.
0: He's really good in Fifth Element. The
1: Fifth Element? Yeah. I've never seen that one.
0: With Bruce Willis? I don't
1: think I've seen that
0: one, no. We gotta watch that sometime. Mm-hmm. It's a really weird sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. And people have mixed feelings about it. Some people like me really enjoy it, others don't. And I think both points of view are valid because it's a different type of film. Okay. Yeah.
1: Not like your typical sci-fi movie. No.
0: He plays a cross-dressing toxo host in the movie.
1: Oh, in the Fifth Element. Yeah. Wow.
0: It's it's a different kind of movie. Wow. But it's really it's good in my opinion.
1: Is he a funny character in the movie?
0: Yeah, he's kind of like the comic relief. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But this is his best performance, I think. Oh well. Wow. How do you feel out of all the movies you've seen?
1: Um, you? I guess. I mean, I didn't see. I haven't seen a whole lot of Chris Tucker movies because I kind of, in some ways, I kind of thought he was annoying. But I don't know.
0: That's fair. And he hasn't made that many films. No, he hasn't. Yeah, but he's good in this. What did you think of the guy who played Anthony?
1: Lawrence Tate. Yeah, very good. But and I had to feel bad for his character because he was a really kind of chill, nice uh, guy that wanted to do the right thing and do something different in the world and not go to college because it, you know, it sounded like he came from a nice family.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But PTSD. It, sorry, PTSD. After the war just really changed him for the worse. Yeah. Like he's on edge all the time. He he told Skip he didn't want to think about the world until he got back to the world, but that was a bad idea. Um, because everything that he took back with him from the Vietnam War was really bad for his real life. Oh. Because of what he saw.
0: Yes. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about Dead Presidents?
1: I don't know that I'll watch it again. It's really heavy. I don't know if I can watch it again.
0: It's a it little too much. Must be interesting for you considering how many members of your family have been in the military.
1: And I don't know if any of them have had PTSD, but I would imagine maybe one of them has.
0: Would you recommend this to your family? If so, what do you say?
1: Um I guess You know, and make them think about what happens, what really happens when they come back from the military. And maybe, maybe it will um, reside with them. I don't know.
0: Or maybe you could spark a discussion. Like you could say, watch this. And if they do, you could say, did this seem realistic to you?
1: Yeah, maybe it would resonate with them. Mm
0: -hmm. What would you give it on a scale from one to 10?
1: I think I just, maybe I'd give it a solid eight. I mean, it is good, it's a little disturbing. Yeah. Um, but it is good. I don't. And like I said, I don't know if I'll watch it again.
0: And as you remember, babes, I believe it was Friday. I predicted that you would give it a solid A. Mm-hmm. So I was correct. You were. Yeah. At this time. This yes, time, <laughs> Don't get used to
1: There were a couple of m- movies, to, in my opinion, that uh, were misses for me. But,
0: but for the most part. Oh my I have a good track record and I was right about this one.
1: Uh, yeah, so far. I so far, Bob. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well,
2: good. Uh-oh.
0: So watch Dead Presidents. And watch it all the way through. Don't take a three-hour break. It
2: the
1: wasn't a three-hour break, I'm boves. just saying what I think. Bobs.
0: I'm speaking my truth, babes. Uh, I love you. Give me another kiss. No, you I already know. did. But oh, will you get to kiss the good boy okay. again? Okay. Then we watched another movie. uh,
1: With your favorite family, the O'Neills. Yes. Uh, Ryan O'Neill, who uh, I haven't heard some good things about him. and I've uh, heard that
2: he's a douchebag. And
1: Tatum O'Neill, yeah. Called
0: she, Paper Moon.
1: Yeah, Paper Moon.
0: Yeah. What were you about to say about her?
1: I can understand why she had some issues with Ryan O'Neill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't remember what they were, but they weren't good. So their relationship is kind of strange. You want to
0: talk about this movie a little bit? Strained. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: So um, we start off by um, there is a service going on next to a grave. And a little girl with short hair is standing there. It's Tatum O'Neill. She plays Addie Loggins. And it's because her mother just died. And there was a man that just came over. He who goes by the name Moses Prey, which is kind of funny.
0: And this is also maybe late 20s, early 30s. Yes.
1: Yeah. And he's played by Ryan O'Neill. And he is looking at this and sees a little girl and doesn't know what to do because the the people at the funeral are saying, well, her they, she doesn't have any next of kin ne- that's nearby, but she does have an aunt in St. Joseph, Missouri. And he agrees to take her and said, well, I want to do the Lord's work. So I'm going to take her on. And they said, oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. I'm glad that she's going to be in good hands. So he he buys her a train ticket to St. Joe. But before they go, before he takes her to the train, they go to um, a restaurant where um, he buys her a hot dog and a soda. Go on, please.
0: She's a smart kid and realizes that he got $200 because prior to the visit to the train station, they went somewhere else. And Ryan O'Neill said, I forgot his story that he gave to this guy. Yeah. But something to do with Tatum O'Neill. And he got. It's about his
1: brother, I think it was. Something.
0: That. He got like 200 bucks And she wants all that money.
1: She's like, give me $200 because she's a greedy little person. Uh uh-uh, oh. <laughs> and she says, I want my $200. Give me my $200. And he's trying to quiet her down. And um <laughs> it's really funny because after they get back from the restaurant, they go to the train station and he says, On that note, can you change it to train to late delay, train delayed, but I'm coming soon? Because the original
0: <laughs> story was tell the aunt. Yeah. Through um, a message.
1: Yeah, a telegram.
0: Telegram. That she's gonna be arriving at like nine fifty-two AM. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so They go on quite an adventure and he ends up uh, going uh, and driving her to Missouri. But before that.
0: They do the Lord's work and deliver Bibles.
1: uh, Actually, they don't because they scam people by uh, writing women's names in the Bible and they ask for their husbands and their husbands are dead.
0: And these are the bonus editions of the Bible.
1: These are the deluxe editions. Oh, well, it was really funny because there was one scene with a woman named Pearl. And they said, well, your husband bought this Bible for you. And it's a deluxe edition.
0: Yeah. You've heard in the New Testament. This has the newer Testament. Oh,
1: my goodness. And he's like, well, you know, you did not have to buy it. He's like, oh, no, I'll certainly buy it. I mean, it's a deluxe. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> That's really funny. Yes. And so they scam people out of buying Bibles from them. And, yeah, until they run out of Bibles.
0: Yeah. They have all these other ways of getting money. Eventually, Ryan O'Neill meets a woman played by Madeline Kahn.
1: She calls herself Trixie Delight. And it's 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 uh, it's pretty clear that she is probably oh. an, an exotic dancer and a prostitute. Yeah,
0: a woman for hire. Yes. She has a kid working for her.
1: Her name is uh, Ima Jean. That's her young maid.
0: Yep. And your girl, what's Tatum O'Neill's character's name? Addie. Addie doesn't really dig Trixie.
1: No, she did just something about her she doesn't like. But she does like Imogene.
0: Yeah, so her and Imogene develop a plan to get rid of Trixie.
1: They um, So Addie goes downstairs and tells, I think it's the concierge, right? Yep. That, hey, um, you know, Miss Trixie Delight really thinks you're cute. And he, he's like, Really? oh, well, you, you don't say it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, she'll, um you know, if you you show her a good time, I, I, I think she'll be very, very happy. And so he gives her an envelope with these chocolates in it mm-hmm. and says, no, 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 these are quality chocolates. I want you to give it to her. Then he, uh and then she tells Moses at the dining room, oh, by the way, uh, Trixie's not feeling too good. So, um she's not going to see you for an until supper time.
0: Eventually she gets the hotel dude to head up to the room to uh, have some fun. And she tells Moses, run up to the room of Miss Trixie where he discovers the
1: truth. He discovers that she's with another guy and he's like, I, I can't believe she did that to me. And Tatum knew that, you know, um, Addie knew that that was, that was going to happen yeah and she says goodbye to imogene they
0: give imogene some money head on their way do a bootleg scam which doesn't go too well
1: and they and they try to sell this guy uh, some whiskey but it turns out it's its own whiskey
0: and his twin brother is the sheriff yep they get away but eventually the sheriff finds him in, in the next state and he can't arrest him but he beats up ryan o'neill yeah so
1: and by this time uh Addie is really getting close to Moose,
0: as he calls him.
1: As she calls him Moose for Moses and you know, she's becoming more fond of Moose.
0: But Moose decides to take Ida.
1: No, no, Addie. Addie
0: to her aunt's house.
1: In St. Joseph, Missouri, which is only like maybe 5 minutes away. Nice. And he's like, "Well, how far do you want me to to go close to the door so she gets out?" They're close to the house.
0: He wanted she wanted him to walk her to the door.
1: Yeah, she wanted him to walk here, her to yep. the door. She gets to the door, uh, Aunt Billy opens the door and she says, This is Addie, and she's like, Addie, I've been looking for you. I've been so worried. I got your telegrams and I never heard from you again. But we're gonna change you out of the clothes, you're gonna take a nice bath, and you're gonna you're gonna get something to eat and uh you're going to share a bed with your cousin Edna, which is really funny because I'm like, Cousin Edna has like a really old lady. My
0: grandmother's name was Edna. <laughs> she's dead now.
1: In fact, one of the ladies they sold the Bible to was Edna. <laughs> yes. So, and, you know, and so she's on her way to get her a big piece of pie. But in the midst of all that, Addie leaves the house and goes back to <laughs> it, Moses' car That he stole.
0: And they run off together to scam more people. (laughs) That's (laughs) the end of the movie. I dug this ending a lot.
1: And they could do that because they're father and daughter, right? I mean, if it was a different guy, it would be a little bit...
0: Well, in real life they are. But in the movie, there's a question about that.
1: There is a question about that, yeah.
0: She assumes that, but we don't know for sure.
1: Yeah, I know. She assumes that that's her... That's not her paw.
0: And I made the comment to you that if they remade this movie today we'd have to know that for sure this is her dad and he's decided to change his evil ways before she goes off with him.
1: Yeah. Or that he gives her to Aunt Billy and Uncle Daniel because it's the best thing for her.
0: Yes, one of those two things would have to happen. Yeah, but it
1: and then I was confused.
0: It too. couldn't be like it was back in the day where we think that they're father and daughter but because they are in real life, but we're not exactly sure... And they both are going off with the desire to con innocent people.
1: Yeah, I, it almost <laughs> it almost sounded like it could, like it could have been a weird version of Lolita, but it wasn't.
0: I didn't even think about that.
1: Well, remember because Lolita and Humbert were kind of driving across the country.
0: Yeah, but there's nothing sexual. But there's
1: nothing about that in no, Ah uh,
0: Paper Moon. And
1: I'm glad there wasn't. No, no, because it would have been really bad. It would have, but if she were a little bit older, that would have been questionable. She... I
0: enjoyed. I enjoyed this movie. She won an Oscar for this. She
1: did. I thought. I thought she was really good.
0: Now I told you. Mm-hmm. I think her performance in the Bad News Bears is better, mm-hmm. but the overall movie that stands out to me the most, in a good way, is Paperman. Yeah. Would you agree?
1: I agree. But I, the, there's one thing that I thought, found found really disturbing was the fact that she was a smoking nine-year-old.
0: I hear
2: you.
1: I thought it was disturbing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I hope that's not a real cigarette. <laughs> but you kind of wonder, well, how um, stable was her mother? Because if she's going to allow her to have a cigar box with cigarettes in it, that's probably not something you should do. Plus,
0: it was also based in a much different time Yeah. than we live today. Right. I was actually thinking about the movie Champ when we were watching this. So we only saw the version that came out in, I want to say, 1930.
1: With Mickey, what's his name?
0: I forget, but Ryan O'Neill actually starred in a version of Champ in the 1970s. Yeah, but like I wasn't thinking. I wasn't. Yeah, Rick I wasn't thinking of it because of that connection. It was more because the original, I believe, is based around the time that this movie is based in. Yeah. And it was made a, a, around that time too, and back then, at least in these two films, kids were treated a lot more like adults. The world wasn't as sugar-coated, which I think, in some ways, is a good thing.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's that good of a thing, mm. just because I don't think that kids should be, um, in the midst of a, of adult things until they're, um, they're, they're actually an adult.
0: It's a complicated thing. It's not completely good. No, but we do kind of coddle kids a little bit too much in our society now.
1: Why? I mean, I think there's reason to do that. Oh wow. Well, not not completely coddle them, right they They should know about the world, but there are adult things that they shouldn't know about
0: mm.
2: I agree
1: until they're much older. you know what I mean,
0: yeah, like in the movie, champ, at least the original, the kid's dad dies at the end, and there's this it's a great scene where his mom comes in to take him back, yeah, yeah,
1: and he's just crying. Now, um, I heard that Ricky Schroeder did a good uh, performance in that scene, but I'm glad we saw the original.
0: Yeah, I don't really need to see the remake of
1: it. I thought you did, though.
0: You thought I did need to see it?
1: I thought you did see it.
0: No, I didn't. Oh. What you're conflating it with is my mom's side. And according to her, and again, I haven't seen the movie, the relationship between Ryan O'Neill and Ricky Schroeder reminded her of my relationship with my dad. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, I haven't seen it, but that doesn't sound good.
1: That doesn't sound good at all. No. No, it doesn't.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But Paper Moon is really good. Yeah. I'm glad that it had the ending that it did.
1: Right. I thought it was interesting, too, because of their relationship with, um, I forgot what his name is, Mickey something, the, the kid who played, um the champ's uh, son that I can't remember what his name is, mm. um, that the, the it seemed like the dad was really unstable and they were staying in motels yep. and he fell asleep on the pool table. <laughs> <laughs> and normally, children are not allowed in, in pool halls.
0: I think back then it was different, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were pay- playing poker, too, right?
0: Probably, yeah. Yeah. Yes. But Paper Moon. Good ending? We agree on that?
1: Um, it's... I don't know. I think it would have been interesting to find out if she... Um, what would have happened if she lived with her aunt and uncle, but that's just me.
0: I'm very glad that she didn't do that. Because, again, that would have been the easy Hollywood thing to do.
1: When is the situation that you would want a good ending? Because it seems to me like you like all the bad ones, or at least the weird ones.
0: I do like good endings in movies. Really? Yeah. Um. What are some examples of that? Yeah. Better off Dead comes to mind. Maybe because the two hundred thing dollars reminds me of the, the two dollars thing. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off has a good ending. Yeah. Everybody ends up okay at the end except yep. for Bob Rooney. <laughs> Rooney. Um. That we Cameron yelled at him on the phone. They called yep. him Rooney. 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 What other movies have a good ending that I like? JoJo Rabbit?
1: Oh yeah, when that they live together, ending. yeah. Yeah. It's like the most unlikely pair leave together.
0: But they don't end up there's nothing sexual.
1: No, they just they just they're just the only ones that they have right now.
0: That has a really good ending to it. Yeah. Rosewood has a good ending to it. Yeah, it does. But they lose the town. So maybe they do it's not, lose the, <laughs> That's they, not not the best example. They
1: do lose the town, but um, uh, the guy with the horse comes back, the man, um, uh, Sylvester, the, yes, Sylvester comes back with, um, with Booker T.
0: Yeah. I'll give you one more. Okay. Jackie Brown. Okay. She gets away from Ordell.
1: Yeah. Cause she kills him.
0: Melanie is dead. <laughs> Lewis is no longer with us.
1: Yeah. They're dead. They're all
0: dead. Although I did kind of like Lewis. I like Ordell. I like all the characters in that movie in different ways. Okay. Yeah. But you know, she gets to live happily ever after.
1: Well, yeah, but her and uh, Max Cherry break up, though.
0: They were never together.
1: Oh, wait, wait I'm sorry. Was it? I thought they were going to be together. No. They, were...
0: they almost kiss. They start to kiss at the end of the movie, and then he gets a call about another bail case. Oh. And she leaves.
1: So it's kind of like an on-the-fence thing. Yes,
0: which I dig. Okay. So I do like happy endings. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the happy ending. Yeah, I did. Yes. But that's not my favorite
1: movie. Okay.
0: So, do you feel better now? I guess. Anything else had a happy ending? But that's because he's not with your girl.
1: <laughs> you no, know, he doesn't happy end day. up with her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause she's a she's a nutcase.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I ate everything. <laughs> <laughs> you ate everything. <laughs> or are you ate already? <laughs> what she eat? I ate everything. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Could you come here and pivot? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stockard Channing, who is also Rizzo in Greece.
0: Yeah, and she's really good in Six Degrees of Separation as well. Okay. Yes. Babes. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about Paper Moon?
1: Um, no, I think people should go see it. This is uh, Tato O'Neill at her finest.
0: Now, you come from a good Christian home. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of talk about the Bible in this movie. Not really, but there is also some sin in. Yeah, there is. Would you recommend it to your family? If so, how do you sell it to them?
1: Um, I think they would probably watch just because it's funny.
0: Mm,
2: nice.
1: I don't know that they would like the idea of Tatum O'Neill um, becoming a little uh, a little smoker. But
0: I don't like that idea, and I'm you know pretty open about
1: things. But we we also don't like smoking. Period. No, so.
0: yeah, I get freaked out when adults smoke. Oh, That's yuck. the type of person. But
1: you're not going to be one of those those people that will grab it out of their hand, right? That's ridiculous. My ex used to do that. Yeah, or he came close to it.
0: <laughs> you gotta let people live their own life too. But I, having said that, you should have the freedom to smoke. But I do think it's a little bit strange.
1: It's really disgusting. Yeah,
0: really disgusting. Really disgusting. Yeah, for real. <gasps>
1: oh, oh Yeah. What
0: would you give it on a scale from one to ten?
1: I give it a strong seven. Me too. It's not my favorite movie. Maybe maybe
0: even a week eight. Well,
1: Yeah. Maybe a week eight. Yeah. Because there's some questions about like why, you know, I still had a question about the family uh, um, or Aunt Billy and Uncle Daniel. <laughs> because she said, you know, what if she doesn't want me? But clearly Aunt Billy wanted her.
0: Yeah. But then she realized if I live with these people, it's going to be a straight laced life. We're probably going to go to church every Sunday and nothing interesting is going to happen. But
1: that probably would be good for her because she had a very, it seemed like she had a very unstable life with yes, her mother. Yes, it
0: might be good for her, but she's like eight years old in this movie. She doesn't know what's she, good for her. She nine. wants to, okay, she's not. But the
1: reason why she doesn't know what's good for her is because she wasn't shown that.
0: Exactly. And but, that's, but and that, that's, maybe a, she, that's an interesting discussion, but that's probably not her rationale when she's thinking about going off with Moe's at the end
1: but maybe that's what she needed though so I'm not
0: I'm not saying that's not what she needed I'm saying that's not how she looked at the situation I agree with you that's what she needed yeah but that's she's not going to think in in terms of that because she's not an adult with the life experience that one has when you're a little bit older
2: yeah
0: yeah, yeah. I mean maybe he should have said something but he just likes scamming people so <laughs> yeah yes
1: cuz uh, i mean because with a name like Moses Prey, right, or maybe it was P R E Y, I don't know. Because he was definitely preying on people. Yeah. What a what a weird name for somebody, <laughs> right? Moses Prey. <laughs> I was I like to know how he spelled that.
0: You know, in a weird way, what other movie this film reminds me of? Yeah. Is House Sitter.
1: Oh yeah.
0: When you yes. think about it, but you got to think about it for a minute. Yes. Because. Steve Martin is kind of like Tatum O'Neil. hmm Because he starts off... He's not innocent, innocent. He's an adult. But he is like this straight lay guy. And then he falls in love with Jessica, a.k.a. Gwen. Gwen, yeah. And starts to lie about things and eventually gets what he wants because of it. Yeah,
1: and she's like, I love you, Gwen. And she's like, well, actually... It's Jessica. I know, but it was such a funny movie. Mm-hmm. It really was. I mean that <laughs> And so he and then she recruits uh two homeless people to be her parents. Yep. Oh, that's so funny.
0: Good stuff, babes. Like yeah That might be a fun double feature for anybody.
1: Yeah. House sitter and paper moon. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And you could call it sitter on the moon.
0: Yeah. Oh, a house moon. Or house moon.
1: Uh, paper. Or paper house.
0: Paper sitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Good stuff, babes. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. good. <laughs> babes. Uh, yeah. This is Mother's Day. It is. Are you going to be making a lot of phone calls after I leave?
1: I'm going to call my mom. I, I, what are
0: you, you going to call her? <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Um, sh-
1: I think the most important call that I need to make is my mom. I don't. I haven't made a lot of like Mother's Day phone calls in a long time. Nice. Yeah. Well, good. But the most important thing a call I need to do is uh, to call my mom. I may. I may text the other mothers in my family instead of call them.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. Oh, bless your heart. Oh
1: my goodness.
0: Did you have any dreams?
1: Yes, I did. I had a. I had a couple of dreams, Tell actually. Me. I had a dream earlier this morning that I was wearing um, an, uh, an old dress that I have in my, my closet and some pantyhose. And I wore something under the dress. I think it was like a tank top or something. Mom? And my aunt wanted me to take pictures with the family. And the photographer saw me and I said um how do I look and he's like uh basically saying that he didn't like it and I'm like oh yeah well you shush it which is funny because I know I would never tell someone to just shush like if I if they were a stranger that would just be mean and then I said so what do you think about what I'm wearing and you're like well your aunt looked at the photos and I don't think it's a good idea to wear this for um the next photo we take, oh, and then I woke up, and then I had another dream where after, after you went back to sleep. Yep, after I went back to sleep, that um, I went into my living room and you were there with me, and this other girl I knew was there with with her boyfriend, which is funny because I never met it. I never met her boyfriend, <laughs> and then there was an, uh, a there were some people that fell asleep in my living room floor, and uh, there was a bunch of sandwiches. That were brought from some restaurant called uh, Jerry Ella, which is really funny. <laughs> that the name was Jerry Ella. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Jerry Ella. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I don't God. even know if that's a real name.
0: Well, maybe there could be a couple, the man's Jerry, the woman's Ella, and they start a restaurant together.
1: Called Jerry Ella? Yeah, they're like
0: an older couple.
1: I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But the restaurant was called Jerry Ella. Nice. And they sold them. Um, Good uh, sandwiches. Well, good. Good size.
0: Good, good, good. Yes. Well, babes. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about?
1: No. All right.
0: Maybe we should wrap it up.
1: Wrap it up.
0: I talk about goals for this week, but it's getting hot. So I think we should. Okay. Yeah. Unless you have anything else.
1: No, no, no. It's okay.
0: Okay. Okay. I love you. Okay.
1: I love you. Okay. Mm. Bubs, What?
0: Stop it. That was you, babes. All right. That might be good. Actually, I think that was me. Anyways. What? All right. Give me one more
1: kiss. What was you?
0: We're making the noises, but I'm not. That was you. Oh, okay. Give me another kiss. All right, babes. Okay. I just worked.
1: Yeah, I know. I do that a lot. (laughs) All
0: right. Bye bye for now.
1: Bye bye. Happy Mama's Day. Happy
0: Mama's Day.
1: Bye bye. By
0: the time you hear this. Bye
1: bye.